0: When we invest, when we put our money into something, we want growth. We want compound interest. We want to see dividends from our labor. We want to see something. I want to see my money duplicate. I want to see my money get married and have kids and have grandchildren. I want to see more money. More money. Not just money sitting there. When I invest, I expect a return. A return on my investment. Yo, what's going on fam? It's your boy Anthony Neal. Welcome back to the table where you guys already know every single week we keep it real, we keep it relevant, and we keep it relatable. Some of y'all have been complaining that I scream too much. Oh, well, I'm passionate about what I do. This is what I do at the table. But you know what? I'm gonna calm down a little bit just for y'all today because I really got something special for you today. You know, um, last year, the company uh, here at Ramsey Solutions, we did a study that studied over 10,000 millionaires. We were the largest study in the history of the United States of America to sit down and study millionaires. And as I am on the show and as I'm out there in, 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 in the world and talking to young people, I hear a lot of foolishness about this is what millionaires do. This is what millionaires do. I'm like, no, you probably know one millionaire that do, that does that. But there's a lot of millionaires that do not do a lot of things. And so today, I want to talk about the 10 things that millionaires don't invest in. They do not Two. Okay? So before we jump into these 10 things, I need you to share this video. I need you to hit subscribe. I need you right now to share this video with at least two or three friends because I want to help you become a millionaire. I want to help you become successful. I want to help you build your net worth. I want to help you build true and lasting wealth. And these things are not my opinion. These are proven facts and stats of what millionaires that we studied do not do. And just so you would know that I'm telling the truth, because I know some of y'all gonna be thinking, Anthony capping. I ain't capping. I'm gonna put the link in the show description to where you can go see the study for yourself because your boy keeping it real. I'm keeping it a stack with you. So I'm about to walk through uh, the things that millionaires do not invest in. I literally wrote them down on my computer because I wanted to make sure that I'm I am being accurate and I'm not just giving my personal opinion. But remember, once you're debt free, you should be investing 15% of your household income into retirement. I've said this several times. The best place to start investing is in a 401k or a IRA. So when it comes to your 401k, when it comes to your job, we've talked about this before in previous videos. You're going to look for your match. Then you're going to look for a Roth. Then you're going to look for a traditional 401k in those order. Then on the IRA side, you're going to invest into a growth stock mutual fund, which is covered by a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. You choose. But Roth means you grow tax free. Nothing fancy, nothing crazy, just simple basic stuff. And here's the thing that I see when it comes to young people, specifically uh, millennials. We try to get so clever and and try to come up with these crazy and dope investing strategies. and, And we think that I got the next greatest and best thing. Well, you know what? Nah. I don't need the next greatest and best things. I just need the basics. Because one thing I've learned is that building true and lasting wealth, is a long-term strategy. It takes planning, it takes discipline, and it takes consistency. You see, for me, discipline is the bridge, the bridge from where we are today to where we want to go tomorrow. And if you can be consistent on this journey, be consistent with the things that I'm teaching, you and I both will be very, very wealthy. Now, this is the basics now, you can invest into real estate and invest into other things, but I'm about to tell you what to not invest in. All right. So let's let's go ahead and break this down. Go ahead and break this down. Here's the very first thing. Here, here's the very first thing. And I'm literally reading from my laptop to make sure that I'm saying it correctly from the study. Number one, Millionaires do not invest into savings bonds. Now, saving bonds are the government's way of taking loans from citizens, from you and I, at a small rate of return or interest to help you save for retirement or your kid's education over a longer length of time. Now, back in the day, back in the day when I was young, back in the day, people would look at bonds as good investments. But here's the truth, you guys. They are not good investments. They are not good investments when it comes to growing your money. You are better off by putting this into a growth stock mutual fund. You are better off taking that extra money and putting it into your 401K. You are better off and putting this into like an online savings account that gives you a much higher interest rate. Don't give the government your money. Because you know what? They're not going to give us money. They take our taxes. And they don't give us interest when they give us a refund. No. So don't give them no money. Go put your money where it can grow. Millionaires do not, number one, invest into savings funds. Here's another thing, and y'all know I'm passionate about this message. Millionaires do not prepay for college tuition. They don't do it. Squad, they don't do it. I wrote the book on it. It's called Debt-Free Degree. Go get the book. I'll show you how to get your young person, get your young people into college 100% debt-free. But this is when you lock in tuitions rate now for college in the future for your young person. Nah, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't do that. Don't do that, because here's the problem: you don't know what the future is. You don't know what tuition will cost in the future, or what choices your child will make. The best way to prepare your young person for college is called a 529 or an ESA. So an ESA is called an educational savings account. There are still some of those out there, but the most popular one right now is a 529. These have flexible options, and they're like a growth stock mutual fund, and it is the best place to invest. Now, I wrote down the exact definition of a 529. I want to make sure that I read this directly because I really want you to understand what is a 529 and how it really helps you. A 529 is a state-run tax advantage account that allows you to set aside money for educational expenses. You can open up a 529 plan for your child or grandchild and name them the beneficiary, which means they can use the money for college. Okay, there are no contribution limits, but you have to pay federal gift tax if you contribute more than fifteen thousand dollars. So, let's say I wrote down the math for you, okay, because I really want to make sure that you all get this thing. Let's say you started out putting, uh, let's say a thousand dollars in a 529 when your child was five years old. You are simply telling your child that I love you and I'm thinking about your future, and I put $1,000 into a 529, and you just put, let's say... $300 $300 in every month until your child turned 18, all right? So you open up your 529 with a 1000 and then from there on, you put $300 in there every single month until your child turned 18. At a 6% rate of return, they would have $72,000 waiting for them by the time they are ready to go to college. That's simply just off of $300 a month, $72,000. Your child can go to an in-state school. Your child can go to an in-state community college. And if you are honestly making sure that they're focusing on their grades and they're securing some scholarships, they're going to go to college without racking up debt. The average young person is going to graduate about thirty-five dollars to $38,000 in student loan debt. But a fifth of these young people are going to graduate with a freaking mortgage payment, but they don't own any real estate. So when you sit down and you say, you know what, I'm going to think about my daughter's future, my son's future, my grandchild's future when they're five years old, when they're one year old, when they're 10 years old. What you're simply telling your son and your daughter and your grandchild is that I love you so much that I'm thinking about your future before you're, you are even thinking about your future. When I am blessed to have a child, when my wife goes home from the hospital with uh her her mother-in-law and her mother, I'm sending them home. Guess where I'm going? I'm going to see my banker. I'm going to see my investor. I'm opening up a 529 as soon as I get a social security number because I love my child that much, all right? So if you contribute just $2,000 every year to a 529 or to an ESA, okay, um, when your child turns about 18, you guys, you're going to have a lot of money. Number three, millionaires do not prepay. Burial plans. Nope. They don't do no funeral arrangements prepaid. They don't do none of that. I don't even know why you want to do that. <laughs> why do I want to prepay for my death? I got life insurance. I'll let my family talk about all that. I'll do a will, tell you what I want you to do. I'll tell you, hey, sing this song. You make sure Kurt Franklin's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna prepay for the burial. I'm just not gonna do it because this is when you just upfront tell the company you pay the company for a burial spot. And I don't wanna do that. I just don't wanna do that. But they're not the best way to spend your money. This is not the best way to spend your money at all. That money could be growing now instead of sitting in a funeral home's bank account. Go invest that money, you know, go put that money towards a, a term life insurance policy, okay? The funeral home could go out of business and you lose your money. You're locked in and you can't change your mind. If you really want to set your family up to win, just get the right life insurance policy, term life, build your net worth, make sure you have a will in place. Some people need to have a trust in place and your family's going to be all right. Make sure you have clear beneficiaries on your bank accounts and on everything that you own so that way, if something was to happen to you, your loved ones, and your family members can get access to it. But don't let your money just sit in a place and it not grow. Do not do it. Now listen, number four, I hear a lot of people talk about this one. And I remember growing up, I heard a little bit about this. And people was, oh, man, you need, you need, you need to go get a CD, you know, a certificate of deposit. I call it a.k.a. certificate of depreciation, okay? A certificate of deposit, CD, is a special kind of savings account that comes with a fixed interest rate. Basically, it's like giving a bank or credit union a loan from your own pocket. Why do you want to do that? Huh? Why do you want to get a bank a loan of of your money? And you ain't really getting nothing back for it. Because in exchange for lending them a lump sum of your money for a fixed amount of time, they agree to pay you interest until the CD matures. Matures. Let me say one more time. Matures. That's the term bank use for when a CD reaches its end date. But here's the catch. Here's the catch, you guys. If you cash out your CD before it matures, before the end date, you'll face a penalty. And it could cost you months or even years of interest that's been building up in your account. So remember, when we invest, When we put our money into something, we want growth. We want compound interest. We want to see dividends from our labor. We want to see something. I want to see my money duplicate. I want to see my money get married and have kids and have grandchildren. I want to see more money. More money. Not just money sitting there. When I invest, I expect a return. A return on my investment. But CDs locks your money in for a very low rate, and you can't touch it until the end date. We halfway through, you guys! Number five! (laughs) Some of y'all ain't gonna like me about this one. Actually, some of y'all may not like me about this one and the next one. I'm gonna set you up right now, All right. Number five. Millionaires are not investing in buying gold. I'm sorry. I know. I'm gonna see it in the comments. I, I already know of a number five and number six. I already know you guys are going to tell me, yes, they are. Oh, my God, people are getting rich. Gold is the future. Gold is the future. No, listen, a few years ago, everybody was talking about how you need to invest in gold because it's going to be worth so much more in a few years. But that's a load of crap. That's a load of BS. I can't say what I really want to say, okay? But that's, that's whack. If the economy if the economy was a problem, and you roll up to the grocery store with a gold bar, what are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna do with it, huh? You want a gold bar? You want to go? You want a gold bar? What are you gonna do with it? If you roll up in here and say, Anthony, I want you to come speak for me and do this and do that, and you give me a gold bar. You know what I'm gonna do with you? I'm gonna laugh at you. I'm gonna laugh at you. You won't be able to buy stuff, you guys. No. Millionaires are not investing into gold. They're investing into the stock market. They're investing into real estate. They're investing into the growth stock mutual. They're investing into something they can see return, not gold, not gold. Yo, fam, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and take out your cell phone and pay attention for the next 20 seconds. Listen, my team and I have created an exclusive private group, and I want you to be a part of it. You see, I am determined to help you become successful. When I say successful, I want to make sure that you identify and determine what success means for you. But there's four key areas that you need to focus on. That's your network. That's your net worth. That's your mindset. That's rooted from a spiritual perspective. And what I'm going to be doing is every single week, sending out exclusive content, sending out behind-the-scenes footage, sending out some encouraging uh, text messages to help you get to your goals, to help you get out of debt, to help you build wealth, to help you even date properly, because you and I both need some help with that, okay? (laughs) All y'all married people, I'm praying with you. Pray for me too, you know? But at the end of the day, we want to help you become successful. So what I want you to do right now is text table to 615-930-3431. Again, that's 615-930-3431. I want you to text TABLE to that number. I promise you, I wanna help you become successful. So stop what you're doing right now, text the number, and then get back over to the show. If you're watching on Instagram, just keep scrolling on down and follow your boy. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. And I approve this message. Yo, we just now tuned in to The Table. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. And today I'm talking about the 10 things millionaires do not invest in. Don't get it twisted. We're keeping it real. We're keeping it relevant. And we are keeping it relatable. For some of you all who are saying, Anthony, I don't know about all this. Listen, Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions did a study. And we studied over 10,000 millionaires. And we asked them, what do you not invest in? And these are the 10 things. Just actually, this is some of the things. But these are the top 10 things that they said, I do not invest into these things. These things did not help me build wealth. So I'm going to drop that study in the show description so you can go see everything. You can go see what they are investing in, what they're not investing in, how they're spending their money, what things are they buying. I really want you to learn from the people who are doing and who have what you want. Okay, if you're watching my show, I'm helping you reach your goals. At the same time, I'm reaching mine. So now this next one, number six, everyone's talking about this right now. Let me let me, let me, me calm my voice down a little bit because, you know, I'm on the fence about this one. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack. I'm going to keep it real uh, because I don't want y'all saying Anthony's capping. Um, in the study, we, we learned that these millionaires did not build their wealth by investing into number six, which is cryptocurrency, all right? Now, like I said, I'm on the fence about this one. And we talked about this a while ago, a few shows ago, but I'll go over it again, okay? If you're already working with the Baby Steps plan and you're debt-free, you've got a fully funded three to six months of emergency fund, you are already investing 15% of your gross income into retirement-proven plans. And you've got some extra money that you've budgeted to maybe go buy a Gucci backpack or a Louis Vuitton purse or a new pair of Jordans. And you're saying, hey, you know, I want to kind of put this money into cryptocurrency. I am okay with you choosing to use your money for that. But what I am saying is the millionaires that we studied, not one of them said I built my wealth off of investing into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. What I'm saying is this should not be your main investment strategy because it's very unpredictable. And we saw that a few months ago. It's just like gambling. You can hit or you can miss. More than likely, most people are going to miss. Okay? Millionaires who we studied Again, they're not they're not focused on what is Bitcoin doing, what is cryptocurrency doing. No, what they're focused on building a solid foundation to build on. But if you got hundred dollars you want to drop in there, if you got two hundred dollars you want to drop in there, and it's just leisure money, fun money, instead of you spending that on a new pair of shoes or, or going out on a date, and you want to drop it in there, I am okay with that. But that is after you've done every single thing you and I have talked about. You got a fully funded emergency fund. You are 100% debt free. You're already investing 15% of your money into a 401k, uh, an IRA, growth stock mutual fund, HSA. You're already building a solid foundation. And if you want to do that, that's fine. My point on this one right here is that none of the millionaires, again, we talked to, studied, sat down, had coffee with, (laughs) was hype about cryptocurrency. And I think that is very, very important, which also comes into number seven, okay, which is single stocks. You guys already know how I feel about single stocks. Uh, Single stocks is one of the most popular forms of investing, Um, but it's also the most dangerous. Nearly 78% of people who invest into single stocks lose their money. This is when you buy a single share in a company, like buying a, a brick that's part of a whole building, The problem is, it's volatile. It's it's, it's sensitive. These stocks fluctuate up and down a lot. This leads you to other forms of risky investings like day trading. Again, I'm not for it. Are some people winning in it? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. But the majority, 78% of the people who invest into single stocks are losing. So I stay away from it. I want to know that, hey, you know, when I put my money into, I have a real good chance of a return. Now, I do, and I am very risky with my growth stock mutual funds. You know, I do actually get a little bit more risky over there because I I, I can afford the risk, but I am not risking on a single stock. Don't do it, you guys. We have two more things, and you guys— This has been an amazing show. I want you to comment below, okay? Talk to me. What do you disagree with? What do you like? What more uh, would you love to hear about? What more would you love to hear me dive into to really help you all understand why millionaires are not investing into these things? Which leads me to number eight. It's a simple one. Millionaires are not investing into a house they can't afford. They're not doing it. They're not gonna go out there and buy a million dollar house and they cannot put furniture inside the house. Actually, most millionaires we studied, on average, have a house in, in between 400 dollars and $500,000. Fully furnished, that they pay cash for, their furniture. They paid off their mortgage, too. That's why they're millionaires. So it was like, one thing that I've learned, and I'm going to be honest with you all, because, again, we, we talk about keeping it real. I remember when I was in Nashville, and when I first moved here, and I was making, you know, this, this great money, I looked at this house that I could, I could easily put down to 20%, Easily uh, pay um, the mortgage. But I was like, but if I do all that, I won't be able to furnish the house for at least a good year because it was like 7,000 square feet. 7,000 square feet for a single man, that just absolutely made zero sense. So some people will say, well, Anthony, you can afford the house because you can afford the mortgage payment and you can put down to 20%. So what do you mean you can't afford it? No, I couldn't afford the house. I couldn't afford the mortgage payment plus furnish to uh, have a bed to sleep on, have a couch to sit on, have a TV to watch. I couldn't afford to pay for the 7,000 square feet of AC that would have to run, the 7,000 square feet of heat that would have to run (laughs) during the wintertime, the yard that I would have to cut, that would have to maintain, the water bill. I couldn't afford all that. So I said, you know what, Anthony? Dive down. You don't need it. Millionaires are not making dumb decisions with their money. Millionaires are making wise decisions with their money. So I went way down to a 3,000-square-foot home, furnished it, 100% cash, beautiful yard. I maintained the yard. I love that part, too. And you know what I loved about it is? No, it wasn't the 7,000 square feet, but it was my dream home. And my dream home was a home that I could afford. That when COVID hit, I wasn't sweating because I had a fully funded emergency fund. Millionaires are not buying a home for status. And then when you walk into it, there's nothing. And I've been in homes where these are million dollar homes, but we're eating on the bench. We're sitting on some rollout chairs, some picnic chairs, because they don't have enough money to furnish the million-dollar home. I recommend that when you buy a home, you do a fixed rate, okay, put down 20% as a goal, bare minimum is 10%, finance it for 15 years, and make sure that your mortgage payment or your rent payment, if you're renting right now, because millionaires are bu- are not buying real expensive rental properties. They're not renting real expensive rental properties. So the key thing here is make sure that your mortgage payment is less than twenty five percent of your take home pay. So prime example, this is not real numbers. Prime example, if your mortgage payment is a is if your Take-home pay is $1,000. Then That means that your mortgage payment should be $250. Now, I know that's not really realistic, but I'm just giving you an example. It needs to be 25% of your take-home pay. Here's number nine. They don't do business loans. Bottom line, they don't. A business loan is just what it sounds like. A loan people take out to help them run their business. Like any loan, it has to be paid back with interest. If you take out a business loan, not only is it debt- but you're obligated yourself on a personal level as well. These c- loans come with some kind of obligation or promissory note you have to sign. This is a really risky business. I hope that if you're a business owner, that you're building debt free. And Here's the last one. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this last one because it bothers me. But millionaires do not invest and get involved with get rich quick schemes. Okay. It to be anything that seems like the next big thing, or like you have to get in right away, or you're gonna lose out. This could be something like a high-yielded investment program, a timeshare, a pyramid scheme, or anything else that doesn't line up with solid financial principles or seems to be or seems just to be too good to be true. Listen, you wanna be a millionaire? Keep rocking with me, bottom line. Don't do those 10 things. Don't waste your time on investing into gold or uh, sitting here looking into cryptocurrency for the next big thing. No, you guys. I'm not sitting here trying to finesse you into something or uh, hip you up on game. No, I'm just trying to show you how to do it the practical and the best way. Now, when you get the practical and the foundation in place, And you want to go out there and try something and experience something, I am totally okay with that. I'm getting involved with land right now. I'm not really getting involved with rental properties and stuff like that. No, I'm actually going to here trying to purchase land that I can pass down to my kids so that hopefully one day when they get this land, they can sell it and make a lot of money. So I'm with you. I'm looking for areas I can get a little, uh, you know, investy with, and investy probably not a word, but you know, get a little fun with, get a little risky with. But at the same time, I didn't start doing this until maybe about a year and a half ago. Why? Because I have everything else in place. I've maxed out all of my foundation investments, my fifteen percent. I've maxed out everything from my four hundred one k to my uh, Roth IRA to my HSAs. You know, I've invested, so now I'm over here. All right, I, I like land. I really do. I. I want to I wanna own land. You know why? We can continue building buildings, but we can't make any more land. When Jesus Christ left this earth, so did the capability of making more land. So I want to figure out, okay, what can I buy so down the road my kids can sell it when Walmart wants to do this or when someone else, a big company wants to come inside or a developer wants to come build on it? How can I set my kids up to win? So if you really want to be a millionaire, rock with your boy. And if you haven't checked out the video that I did a few weeks ago on how to invest properly to start building your wealth, go check out that video. Listen, it's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. We've been on here for a good little minute. Make sure to keep it locked every single Monday, every single Monday, 8 a.m. since Standard time, because we're going to keep it real, relevant, and relatable. It's your boy. I'm going to see you next week. Peace.